Hi, I'm Colin. And I'm Bert. This is Dabbing with Washington Artists. The idea is simple. Six questions. And six dabs. As we get to know the artists behind the art that makes Washington, Washington. So sit back and light those torches. Because this is Dabbing with Washington Artists. Hi, uh, I am Emily Clare. Uh, and I am a pet portrait and wildlife color pencil artist. Um, you can check me out at artbyemilyclaire.com or on Facebook, you can type Art by Emily Claire. Uh, if you see fish, that's the one. Um, coming up, I have quite a few original works that should be dropping and I expect them to be very colorful and very fun. So keep your eye out, should be good. For today's series of dabs, we'll begin our smoke session with a Delato, a papaya punch and a wedding cake. And we will round out our session with the Platinum Cinex, a Slurricane, and a Meathead. Welcome to Dabbing with Washington Artists. Uh, today we are joined by Emily Powers. Um, thank you for joining us on our show. Absolutely. Uh, uh, for dab number one, uh, we're going to be doing a Delato, which is our first indica of the, of the group here. Delato is an indica-dominant hybrid known for its unique terpene profile of sweet lavender and fruitiness, and its tendencies to leave the smoker calm and couch-locked. We picked up a gram of this sugar wax at a shop on Evergreen Way in Everett. I'm going to pull it up to clear it? Yep. Boom! First tap. Hell yeah! So, um, since you've seen our show, you know generally what our first question is here. So, uh, what role does cannabis play in your creative process? So, I'm a nervous noodle. Um, okay. And uh, when, when I go into write, especially since I want to focus on uh, photorealism, mm -hmm. uh, the detail you have to really zoom in on, and I have like hundreds of colors next to me, so when I get in my own head and I start to get nervous, I'm like, is this good enough? Is this right? And I start slowing way down, mm -hmm. stop, take a couple dabs, and I'm like, wait, is this fun? <laughs> <laughs> so it puts you in that good head space and Absolutely. lets you kind of kick some of your own... Yeah, anxiety's out. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely understand that. <laughs> uh, usually even before these interviews, I have to do a dab or two just so that, you know. <laughs> you know, got to make sure you're good on camera and everything. Um, so uh, do you have a preferred uh, uh, type of uh, either a strain or um, like either indica sativa or? Uh, I have a favorite strain for sure, Super Lemon Haze. I absolutely recommend it. Um, I don't know if it's indica or sativa. All I know is when I smoke it, I get so happy. Oh yeah, just just joy. It's awesome. So for dab number two, uh, we have a papaya punch. Papaya punch is a well-balanced indica dominant hybrid that is known for its aroma of earthy cheese and fruit and its smooth hot body high. We scored a gram of this wax at a shop on 112th in Linwood. so smooth. All right. So uh, how has living in Washington uh, influenced your art or your creative process? So interesting because I, I was born here mm -hmm. um, and then at 19, I moved away to Michigan and okay. I just moved back like six months ago. Um, thank you. And so over there is so much different between the culture and the landscape and everything. And it's beautiful in its own way, but coming in here and seeing the consistent rolling mountains and rainier covered in clouds and we're the most biodiverse place in the whole country. So even even taking a square of grass this big and looking at it, it's just exploding with life. 
Mm-hmm. And so as someone who's super passionate about animals and also like a wildlife pet portrait artist, it's perfect. Absolutely awesome. perfect. How is the Washington like art scene? Um, have you dabbled at all in the uh, the art scene at all, or do you kind of uh, kind of keep to your own do your own thing? Uh, a little bit of both. I know that there's uh, like some towns, you know, pre-COVID would have like little art festivals, and I go and walk in them. But as far as like involving my own art in the community, mm-hmm. not quite yet. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm in Yelm, um, and there's like okay. a cute little farmers market, and there's a couple like mom and pop stores that have local artist things. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to start getting out into the community a little bit more. So, uh, for dab number three, we have uh, Wedding Cake. And this one is a solventless live resin. And this one's, I think, my favorite um, consistency. It's just so, like, unique to itself. Mm, and you can, like, get that on the tools so much better than some, like, the crumblier stuff. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite so far. Wedding Cake is an indica-dominant hybrid known for its distinct taste of sweet cake and fruit and its tendencies to leave the smoker social and relaxed. We picked up a gram of this live rosin at a dispensary on 99th Avenue in Bothell. For number three, you have created a series of time-lapse videos um, that allow people to watch as a piece comes to life. (coughs) Sorry. Um, Do you see this as an extension of, uh, or as a extension of um or as a performance component of a piece uh or is it simply a way to interact with your fan base and your patron i'd say more the latter like a lot of people see art that i've been working on for years right so when we all start somewhere and and they just see the final product and they go i could never do that mm-hmm. and so i feel like when i bring the time lapse videos like no man i'm just doing it one line at a time if i can do it you can too and I firmly believe that anyone who wants to try art, anyone who who feels like they have any art inside of them, just give it a go. Yeah. And then eventually, if you keep doing that, you'll make some really awesome stuff. So well, sometimes with like the photorealism, somebody looks at it and goes, "That's not drawing." You know, yeah. Or something like that. Well, with a time lapse video, I mean, yep. like, how can you deny it? You know, exactly. <laughs> like, no, you, exactly. Uh, and yeah, they're fun to watch. You know, just watching this whole thing like especially i notice you tend to start with the eyes of whatever yes. the, uh, the picture is and uh, souls yeah and then you build around that yeah and uh, i always thought that was really neat and it's just kind of interesting to see where you go from the eye <laughs> well, thank you <laughs> so do you ever um you ever get people um uh, that like one time I videos uh, as we know you do um, like pet portraits and stuff like that. Do you like, uh, do they ever get requested to do those as well? That's an interesting question. Never once. It's never even crossed my mind. Uh, really? Yeah. So some people I'm like, Hey, I'm just letting you know that like, I'm going to be posting the whole progress for this. And some, I don't choose to do time-lapse videos. Uh, they're, you probably know about making videos. They're a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, that's interesting. I totally would if someone asked me to, though. That'd be exciting. <laughs> nice. For number four, uh, we have um, Platinum Cinex. Platinum Cinex is a sativa-dominant hybrid known for its cerebral effects and tendencies to leave the smoker social and chatty. We picked up a gram of this batter at a shop in Capitol Hill. So for number four, um, so you use drafting film 
uh, with some of your pieces. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a bit about the medium and uh, how you use it to deepen contrast between like light and dark? And these questions are just so thrilling. They make me so happy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wrapping film is really cool. Uh, I would liken it to like like that wax paper you have to like cook with, uh, <laughs> texture wise, but like the thickness of like those laminated sheets you used to practice alphabets on. It's it's okay. it's a very strange feeling, but um, it's tough. So what that allows me to do is I can lay down a bunch of colored pencils and I use uh, removal techniques. So I take like a ceramic bladed box cutter for like when you see hair detail and stuff, and I lay down color and I shave it off. Lay down color, shave it off, oh, lay down wow. color, um, and I can keep it like, I mean, you see these lines right here? Yeah. And then this fish scales as well. I laid down that color, and then in order to make like finer, sharper detail, I started scraping it off. Okay. And so that's that's how it can... Um, that's really awesome. Also on the back, since it's uh, slightly transparent, um, a lot of times colors don't show up quite as well on the film because... It's so smooth, right, mm -hmm. that, that affects how colored pencils layer. Um, and so when I run out of room and the color isn't good enough, you can flip it over, mm -hmm. draw on the back, and because it's see-through, it shines through. So when my darks aren't dark enough, I'll, like, do black for the eyes or whatever, flip it over, add purple, blue, and green, because that, that, like, widens the breadth of colors and deepens it. Yeah, uh, I was watching the... Um we were watching videos on how to do the drafting film and something like that. And it was just kind of, it was kind of a cool process and yeah. uh, we got intrigued by that. Um, and so do you find it adds like a, um, an extra layer of life to the things that you, that you couldn't express without it? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in love with it. Honestly, it's uh, all the other paper I've used, even though this technically for professional colored artist papers doesn't take the most amount of layers, which is how you get your color. Um, the durability of it, honestly, is makes it so much easier to get any sort of color I want. Because along with the uh, scraping tool, I have an eraser. Um, so half the time to, to make something look dense, especially if we're doing fur, mm -hmm. color, 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 erase. Color, 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 erase. Mm -hmm. And it, it leaves a little bit of a tint behind because you can't fully erase colored pencils. Right. Um, and so it, it, it just, yeah, the techniques I can use on this, uh, on the drafting film, are like, Unlike any other paper I can use, and they're more uh, they're in more longevity too, right? Like they, they don't get sunspots on them and stuff like yeah, that. Like no. they actually preserve the uh, the art a lot better. That's a uh, preserving the art's a little bit more the pencils I use. Uh, okay. I use the it's called light fastness is how how good a picture shows through. Okay. So I have the highest light fast pencils on the market. Um, oh, nice. So when I draw something, you can you know it's not a good idea to hang in sunlight, but it can withstand a long time in also. Uh, and all sorts of like elements that others wouldn't. Okay. Um, and I also find that when you uh, frame it, um, and I know this is a ha doesn't have anything to do with like longevity, but uh, when you frame it, the color behind always shines through, and it's really cool. I don't know. That's awesome. Uh, for number five, uh, we have uh, Slurricane. <laughs> Slurricane is an indica dominant strain known for its creeper effect, its sweet taste of sugary berries and grapes and tendencies to leave the smoker sedated and calm. We picked up a gram of these sugar diamonds at a dispensary in Bothell. Good morning. <laughs> so, uh, you do a lot of commissioned pet portraits. Um, uh, is there a level of pressure or anxiety that you feel when trying to capture the essence of a person's pet that like you don't get with other pieces? 
Oh my goodness, yes. Like, because I love my dog so much, and mm -hmm. I know these these cost, you know, a, a bit of money to get a portrait for me, so um, I want to make sure that they are in love with it for all the money that they're paying. Um, and so oftentimes when, when I'm setting up something, I'm like, tell me all about your dog. Send me as many pictures as possible. Like I try to get to know the animal the utmost. And while I'm creating it, uh, I'll send pictures to the person all the time. Like, this is okay. Are we doing well? Like, is this capturing the essence of your pet? And, uh, if not, they let me know and I can absolutely fix it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I 100% want someone to look at that and feel like their pet's right there. Especially mm -hmm. since a lot of what I do is memorial portraits. Right. We kind of figured that would be the case with that. Is, yeah. yeah. A lot of, <laughs> yeah. and so, you know, people love their pets. So yeah, I can imagine that's kind of, uh, but I imagine uh, smoking before you do a painting kind of helps. Absolutely. Bit, yeah. And it's also a lot easier to be like, oh, okay, there's blues, there's greens. Okay. There's some grays. It's like, oh, puppy, neat. <laughs> <laughs> Like what's uh, what's the difference in uh, drawing one of these uh, as compared to like some like um, an animal that you've either seen a picture of or seen in nature or right. like my wildlife portraits are definitely a lot less personal mm -hmm. uh, because you know I'm that's a frog I don't know that frog he's a nice frog but whatever um, <laughs> uh, and I'm able to just kind of focus on my technique and the coloring and if I do poorly okay if I do great that's awesome. Like there's some pressure there that I always put on myself, but but when I'm trying to work for something for other people, it's mm -hmm. it's a lot more heart into it for sure. All right. Um, so for number six, make sure that's going. Yep. Uh, we have. Thank you. Meathead. <laughs> uh, Meathead is a hard-hitting indica dominant hybrid known for its pungent smell of diesel and pepper and its intense body high. We picked up a gram of these saucy diamonds at a shop on 172nd Avenue in Marysville. There it goes. Yay. Happy arm. I see it. That's like next level. <laughs> tasty. Wow. Yeah, I really like that one. There appears to be a duality in your work where some of your pieces uh, are hyper-realistic portraits and others have an, a kind of an impressionist feel to them. Um, do you find that the subject matter influences the degree of realism uh, a piece demands, or is there an artistic process behind the varied styles and, and independent of the subject? I love this question because... Uh... I just try my best every time. And when it comes out more impressionistic, it's just cause like, I didn't do well. <laughs> it, like in my opinion, like I'm always trying to go for the most photorealistic I can. It's just since I really started learning in the pandemic, like every piece I'm working on, uh, evolves a little bit more. My, my skill is okay. a little bit better. And so I do try the photorealism every time. Um, and some, I'm, uh, at least with my, with my dogs, the, the ones I, I did last night, I sent you guys, um, one that feels like a lot more colorful and buttery or what have you. And the other one's definitely a little bit more, uh, probably what I would impressionistic or what have you. Um, the composition of the animal matters a lot. Like uh, if it's darks, if it's a dark animal or dark kitty cat, like you can add so much more, but there's only so much you can add to a paper to make white, not look white. That you know, totally understandable. Yeah, yeah, so like that's actually my personal struggle area is because I use white surfaces to make white realistic hair on white paper is like mm -hmm. my white whale. 
<laughs> I can totally get that. Some of the colors we noticed, there was an octopus one I noticed. It was, yes. a, it was a really good um, piece of art, but it was just the colors were kind of, well, those are those are like rad colors. I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, um, for for that one, um, when I first started uh, draw with colored pencils was about three years ago now. Uh -huh. um, I done charcoal before that. Uh, so there were some of the, those ones we were wondering because yeah. a couple of them looked like you had been working with charcoal, but I wasn't sure. So yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but that octopus, I'm like, you know, these colored pencils are really fun. I like them a lot. I'm getting into it. Like, I want my style to be as colorful as possible okay um and so i started that way and then uh and then i started leaning into photorealism because i could start okay doing it and uh i'm still trying to get that essence of as colorful as possible mm -hmm. but it looks real i think it adds a warmer quality and what's exciting about that is i actually have on my desk in the works right now he's like this big i'm redoing the octopus oh nice in a more like realistic but i plan on using every single color i can Oh, cool. So it's coming. It's coming. I promise. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm super excited to see that. That'd be rad. You know, I, uh, I view the, the beta fish and the octopus are like my signature pieces, I feel like. <laughs> so I think I'm going to keep every couple of years revisiting them and, and, and it'll represent the evolution of my style. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Dabbing with Washington Artists. Make sure to share with your friends and click like and follow below for more great content. Also, check the links below for the uh, more information about the artists and some of their uh, current projects. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. <laughs>